Welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Hello, and welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Owen, joined by nobody. It is just me. I hope that that is okay uh, with you all. Uh, Patrick has uh, some work stuff going on, and as we always uh, know here, uh, it is... Uh, a thing where we understand that life happens, you know, that's the thing about being like an adult, especially in video games, is that sometimes you gotta work, right? You know, you don't always get to to sit around and, and be nerdy, so I'm gonna be a little nerdy on my own uh, today, and with that, that also means that the setup, if you're used to the, the visuals, uh, are gonna be different, because I don't have all those like sources and how to do that i'm actually doing this through restream which is pretty cool um but hopefully you guys are all having a fantastic wednesday evening and if you're listening to this later hopefully uh you're having a good day whenever it is uh i uh i've been playing a little bit more of hollow knight i discussed that a lot more thoroughly uh, on last week's podcast but still having a good time with it kind of just playing a little bit here and there um it's a game that i like that i can just just pick up and put down and not really have to worry too much about it it's not like a story driven game or anything right i also need to remember that i'm the only one here and so i don't have patrick to look at so i need to actually spend a little bit more time being like hey what's up guys how's it going uh, uh so yeah still a little bit of hollow Knight, and then uh Life is Strange True Colors comes out in a couple days, and that's generally a game that I play with my wife, and she actually brought up that we should finish Life is Strange 2, because we never did, so we had gotten through episode 3, uh, like several years ago, I pulled up our old save, uh, we're not gonna start, start over, we just kinda watched the recap and, and, uh, and went from there, but we, we did the... Uh, did episode four the past couple nights, and then hopefully uh, sometime this, you know, over the, over the course of the rest of this week or this weekend, we can finish episode five. So that'll be cool. Um, still good. I I'm not connecting with it as much as Life is Strange one or even Life is Strange before the storm. To be honest, um, I don't know what it is. It's just it's not the not the vibe I have. You know, I don't have like a strong sibling bond with anyone and then you know there's there's that uh part about it where it's about the two brothers um that are kind of on the run from things um uh, but those are the two things i'm working on right now i saw the reviews for tales of arise were really good and that's it's giving me a little bit of fomo that comes out tomorrow uh september 9th i think 
um, or maybe it's September 10th. One of those two days it comes out. Got a little FOMO there because uh, it's got exceedingly good reviews. Um, I uh, Though I'm waiting for Kenna. So I want to... I've, I've been trying to ease off some of my purchases, although I bought Avengers for $20 because it was on sale uh, through uh, Amazon and Walmart. Picked that up. Then I... Um, today with no no real desire to play it whatsoever i picked up um uh watchdogs legion from gamefly because it was 6.99 and it's like i i've never seen it go for seven dollars you get the disc and the case as far as i know we'll actually see how that works out um so i've been trying to be a little bit more frugal with the game pur purchases as as we've talked about that's why we've been doing the 12 for 12 here at the podcast and if you um don't remember that what that is you probably do but just in case you don't that's where we picked uh over the course of a year 12 games so one game per month from the the library of of us so basically things that we already own that we already paid for and we just bought and never played uh so we set that up gonna be continuing that on in the next year because it's been a lot of fun this this month was hollow night for me and again um last week's podcast you can hear me talk a lot more about that if you'd like um so yeah a little bit of a little bit of news so my overlay again i'm i'm just using a browser overlay so you, if you're watching this you're just gonna see what i have for websites and i do apologize you're probably also going to see um my camera for a second and that is not intentional but that's how that goes uh hey cool Here's my show notes. Aren't that good? Cool. Um, so the first one, uh, PlayStation bought its third studio. No, it didn't buy uh, anything the size of Bethesda, and it's probably not going to, but we already knew that they'd bought Housemark this year. Um, they bought um, uh, another studio for porting, uh, and so they have now bought their third studio, and that one is... Uh, Fire Sprite, which they are former members of Sony Liverpool, which Sony closed down, I think, before they ever even made a game. I, you can check me on that one. Uh, but as far as I remember, they had never even like made a game. Sony closed them. Members of that team that got laid off became Fire Sprite. And then Fire Sprite still did work with with sony a little bit but you you kind of get the feeling because they um did some some work on the playroom vr uh for uh psvr and then um they also worked on something called the persistence which is a horror shooter as we can see uh so i kind of have a feeling that they're kind of gearing up for psvr too um they're doing this behind the fact that they uh have their showcase tomorrow September 9th but they actually had already told us that they're not going to be talking about VR at all but I just kind of have the feeling that we're getting something there so uh, they're they're gearing that up that's going to be cool um, just another studio that, that, that Sony's quietly buying they, they do it a little bit differently than Xbox it's not splashy it's probably a, a studio that you've never heard of but it's something where they're just adding slowly a lot of these smaller ones into the fold that fill different roles you know they'd already bought housemark which actually does make 
at least some decently well-known games with with the bullet hells and uh with uh this year they made returnal which was one of their their big titles for the year and pretty well received after some of the bugs and then the other one that they had acquired was uh nix's and nix's is a porting studio so there's there's something there um they had formed team asobi off of japan studios um and that we'll see what that we'll, we'll see what comes of that as well they they did um they did Astros and stuff, so we'll see if that's becoming more of like their family developer. You know, that remains to be seen. And you know, so just just little studios here and there to fill a role. Now, if they could buy a studio that say uh, makes first-person shooters, that'd be nice. I mean, they already technically have one with uh, with Sucker Punch, with um, uh, not Sucker Punch, with Insomniac, with Resistance. Uh, SOCOM was a third-person tactical shooter, so there's there's that. Uh, no, I guess Sucker Punch didn't make um, Killzone, so they had some first-person shooter action there. So yeah, if there could be a little bit more first-person, first-person, first-person uh, action, that would be that would be good. Um, cool. So is, that's that's pretty much all I have to say as far as Sony. Sony stuff goes but they're big they have a big 40 minute showcase tomorrow september 9th so obviously we're going to be talking more about that next week i considered not doing the show until tomorrow but for me also nfl football starts tomorrow and so uh, i'm going to be busy watching that in the evening and so i kind of was like okay we'll just eat it up and that that'll also give patrick the opportunity to, to kind of bounce that off but i'm i'm really excited about that I considered writing down some predictions, but you know what? I'm, I think after everything this year, the prediction stuff is is tough. I think, uh, you know, we saw Horizon get delayed into 2022. That was clearly supposed to be a 2021 game. It didn't happen. They had originally said God of War was going to come out in 2021, which was ridiculous. It was never going to happen, but... Uh, they were shooting for the stars there. So right now, like they're one of their biggest titles coming out is Kenna, which they don't own the studio. It's the studio's first game ever. Uh, but they put, you know, you could tell that they put a decent amount of money uh, behind that game initially, and they're hoping that it's good, I'm sure. Uh, I'll let you know here in a couple weeks. Whenever I get it, I have it pre-ordered. So I just, I don't know kind of what to predict. I, I'm hoping that we see some new stuff. Uh, I know a lot of people want to see God of War gameplay. I'll be honest, I don't. I, I I already know that God of War is going to be good. Uh, the first one, or not the first one, but the last one was great, and that that was good enough for me. So I don't care about seeing that. I want to see, I want to see some new hotness. I want to see a shooter. That's what, uh, honestly, like in terms of, it's not a prediction. It's a want. I want a shooter. I want, I want a Sony shooter with a cool story, maybe, or maybe a good multiplayer. I don't know, but uh, hopefully we get something in regards to that. Moving on to uh, a game that I I just wanted to, to call it out because it is super popular. I've actually been thinking about playing it recently. I bought it while it was on sale on Switch. I bought it for for my wife, even though she had beat beat it to death. Not to death, but she played quite a bit of it back on Xbox One. Um, I don't know, 2017 is when she was playing that game pretty heavily. And 
Stardew Valley, the creator, and I, I want to say it's a really, I don't know how many people actually work on the game. I know that he's primarily done a lot of it himself, but Eric Barone says that he's currently working on a brand new unrevealed game uh, instead of updating the game for for the future. So you may have seen the last update for Stardew Valley. He said, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's going to be another update. That's pretty much to me that tells me he doesn't have any desire to to update it anymore i think he's kind of gotten everything out of it that he could uh he did mention just funnily enough in stardew valley a farming simulator he was like I've, i talked about adding some more romances but to add romances you have to add some specific scenes in there and it uh it can be tough to to get that so I thought that that was funny that that was like a break point for him. He's like, I'm tired of adding romance scenes into, <laughs> into uh, Stardew Valley. But um, so he's working on something new um, and apparently we might see it soon in terms of a reveal. Uh, but I good for him. You know, he built an extremely successful uh, game. Um, my wife loved it. My sister-in-law loves it, still plays it regularly. Uh, I know a lot of people who were just very into it and it's just one of those Zen games that you play and build out. And so uh, what's funny is that it started as that small little thing and it's developed into this like online thing. There's co-op to it. And then there was even recently a competitive Stardew Valley tournament with a prize pool of $40,000. I thought that that was pretty uh, (laughs) insane as well. So good for him that he built a game that uh, can sustain him uh probably and then some he's probably made thousands if not millions of dollars at this point who knows i think that i think it's still retails for 14.99 whatever it's not on sale so uh depending on how many copies he sold he's he's probably done pretty well for him himself so we'll look forward to that and i hope to bring it up again i i've been feeling um some uh some pixel art recently eastward comes out i think next week i'm really interested in the reviews on that which is a chucklefish game uh so i i like the style of stardew valley it's just not a farming thing for him for me so he did mention that it is another top-down pixel art game and so that immediately makes me interested um we'll just see kind of kind of what direction he goes cool uh then Alan Wake. So I am a little sad that Patrick couldn't be here for this one because this is actually more his game. So um, some things that got kind of leaked at first and then was later confirmed by the creator of Alan Wake. But uh, Epic Game Store, uh, people people peruse the data. You got to put your hands up here whenever you're on camera so that you can that so that you can mime the uh, the keyboard action. uh, they were perusing the the back end code. They ran across a few interesting things. One being Final Fantasy VII remake uh, on Epic Game Store, which I find to be a little fascinating. Um, I'm wondering if Epic paid out uh, money for that, or if they're just wishful thinking. That's it's a pretty interesting one. Excuse me. As far as the on goes, uh, I think the Final Fantasy VII remake is pretty interesting, um, only because. The, the theoretical exclusivity ran out uh, earlier this year, and so I expected it to be on Xbox, and it still hasn't, and so I kind of wondered 
what Sony paid for in terms of exclusivity there. And then I now am going to be wondering if Epic has paid for some exclusivity on the PC side. Uh, but uh, this one, though, actually did get confirmed with Alan Wake Remastered. So uh, let me check. Yeah, October 5th, I believe, is the, the date. Yes. And so uh, I'm interested in this. Patrick's more interested in this, but I played through Control, which is, shares a world with it and has a DLC that I have not played. And I, I kind of wanted to maybe experience Alan Wake before I uh, did that. And so this is an opportunity for me to do that. Uh, I think if they if the remaster can be anything like Control, that'll be cool. Uh, Patrick is in the chat saying he's so excited. So, yeah, I figured he would be. Um, I, again, I don't have any experience with Alan Wake whatsoever. I played Control because it looked awesome and was awesome. Control was a fantastic game uh, that came out, and, and you probably own it. By now, if you haven't, they've given it away for free. I think just about everywhere. Uh, it was free on Epic. It was free on PlayStation, including the PS5 version, which is I have it re-downloaded um, and want to play again at some point. But there's just it's always a thing of new games versus replayability. So um, please look forward to it, as they say. Um, this last piece of news that I have, I'm honestly a little hesitant. To, to really talk about because it is um, kind of a, a touchy subject. Uh, and I, hey, I even paused it accidentally on the on the quote there, but there was a company that you probably never heard of, uh, Tripwire, which is a games company. They do have a game on Steam, uh, and the CEO had made a comment in support of a particular law in Texas that you've probably heard about by now, and... If you haven't, you can look it up. I, again, I'm pretty hesitant to like speak too heavily on it, but it is in the gaming industry, and I did find it interesting. But he made some comments in support of this very controversial law, and the thing that stuck out to me when what he said is that, he said, as a member of the games community, uh, or as a game developer, I think he said, um, he wanted to, to let us know that he's on, on that side of things, which I think is, is absolutely his right to do. Uh, but the thing that I thought was, was pretty ballsy was just mentioning your job specifically, like throwing it out there, like, Hey, I'm a member of the game development and this is what I think. Um, and, and I had never heard of him before. And it turns out he's the CEO of this company called Tripwire that has made a game or two. And, uh, then within two days, I think it was, he is now, uh, has now stepped down from his role as CEO um, the thing that I thought was most, most interesting about that is there's, there's, there's people that could get away with, with supporting controversial stuff like that. Right. And there's people who can't. And the thing that I thought was interesting is that as a CEO, if your company is willing to dump you that quickly, uh, you know, it makes me wonder was, was this something where they were looking to get rid of them? Was it just something where it's like, dude, you're not worth that much money to us. You know, we're going <laughs> to, we're just going to say bye now. Cause stepping down, we know what stepping down means. It means they old yellowed you and said, see you later. Don't let the stock hit you on the way out, which, you know, that's the thing is if he has any stock in, in the company or anything like that, obviously, um, that's not necessarily going away. But, uh, I, I don't have much to say in terms of like agreeing or disagree with disagreeing with his stance. Um, cause I absolutely do disagree with him. It's just, I don't, 
I don't know what that always means in terms of companies kind of going after you or the internet eating you, uh, as, as it were. I just think that it is a stark reminder that when you're saying things on the internet, you can try and say them as your own, but if you include your job in the, uh, in the statement that you're making, um, I do believe that your job has every right to be like, well, <laughs> we don't like you or we stand behind you. I think that those are pretty much the two options that happen here. And, and they, uh, they chose to, to not stand behind them. And that's, I, you know, that's absolutely their right to do. I, uh, we always speak on this show about fiduciary responsibility, right? If they don't see that his comments are going to lead to more dollar signs, uh, for them, then then that's the thing. That's 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 what it comes down to. And like Patrick said in the chat, it is a touchy subject. Um, we should be able to respect people's opinions, but some people are really hard to, without actual conversation. That's that's pretty much where I'm at. I have my own opinions. Again, I I, I said that I disagree with them, but I I have extents that I that I disagree with also. But I also am willing to call something straight up stupid. But even if I am saying I completely disagree with you, I 100% disagree with you, I think that that's the dumbest thing that you could ever say, unless you're saying something that is just, uh, I don't know, evil or something, I'll still be able to have a conversation with you about it. I'll still be able to be, in in some instances, I might even be able to be your friend about it. I mean, I'm from Texas, you know, I, in regards to this touchy subject, it's something where, you know, you have families that are on, on divided lines about this thing but at the end of the day you're still family right and so uh in this case it just it's always interesting to me watching the the internet do what the internet's gonna do um i think that it's a tough thing to watch and then uh it's one of those things where you see a tweet like that and you're like shouldn't have done that yeah, you shouldn't have done that. And this is one of those shouldn't have done that moments. I think that the dude has every right to his opinion. Uh, I think that you just don't include uh, your job into the mix. Um, I don't really like ending on that kind of note, though. And, and I, uh, I wish that I had reordered the stories or got a happier story to end with. But I I will say it's starting to ramp up, right? I, I've, I considered listing some games out for the end of the year since I was by myself to kind of extend this out i was actually uh, i'm feeling pretty good about myself uh, for the fact that i've made it uh 22 minutes just talking to myself and talking to you lovely people out there uh, patrick you're beautiful uh, thank you for stopping by and and throwing a little chat support my way i appreciate that so i i think that we'll do some kind of fall or winter preview or maybe we'll see what we'll, we'll see what comes up as a result of the um PlayStation Showcase. I'm actually going to go back to the one here um, since you guys don't need to just look at my chat. Oh, by the way, Patrick, since you're here, if you're looking in, if you're streaming in Restream, you can actually see the chat room in uh, in the Restream website. So that's cool. Good, good information to know, and you're welcome to cut this later if you would like. Uh, but I'm excited for Kenna coming out i really want to play tales of arise now so i've got some fomo there if you are picking up tales of arise please feel free to at me uh over on the land cave uh or if you're, you're friends with me personally you can feel free to at me there as well just because i want to know are you liking it are you enjoying it what are you playing 
uh, for September. We're starting. We're starting to get into it. We, it's been it's been a little bit of a slow year. COVID really really knocked the wind from from gaming sales a little bit. But we're gonna. I think we're we're starting to get strong. I was looking at what I have for the rest of the year that I absolutely intend to buy. Kenna is on there. I'm really interested in reviews for Deathloop. Um, I uh, want to see how that how that reviews before I pick it up. But I, I was interested in it, especially because it's going to be one of uh, Bethesda's last games uh, to come out on PlayStation. So that's always interesting. It is a PlayStation exclusive, which is still hilarious uh, that they didn't just buy out that contract somehow. But I guess Sony could have just been like, no, you can't buy out the contract. Sorry. Um, uh, COD, I'm probably not buying this year just because I, I think I'm going to be into some other things. Pokemon Pearl and Diamond uh, remakes, that's going to be... Uh, good halo infinite in december so maybe maybe uh maybe that'll be something for for next week depending on if patrick's done his uh 12 for 12 or not but maybe we list out the rest of our year kind of map up map out not map up map out what we're going to be playing um including our 12 for 12 stuff just kind of throw it out all out there talk some games uh but then also we're going to be talking playstation uh, state of play or whatever they're calling it. I think they're calling it a showcase this time. So that's how you know it's something bigger. It's not just a state of play. It's a it's a showcase. Uh, that's tomorrow, uh, I believe, 1 p.m. Pacific. If you're watching this live, uh, so we'll definitely be taking notes on that and talking about that next week. Uh, until then, if you stop by, I really appreciate it. But please feel free to not just feel free. No, don't feel free. I want you to do it. I want you to go to youtube.com slash landcave. I want you to subscribe. I want you to go to facebook.com slash landcave. I want you to hit that follow button, hit that like, that little thumbs up icon. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash landcave and hit us up. And then please do feel free to go on to podcast services. Uh, we're available pretty much everywhere. Leave us reviews if you could. Reviews really do help that the algorithm. So if you are uh, some of our podcast listeners, which I know we have, I think 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 out there. Uh, please do feel free to leave us some reviews. It really helps out a lot. And then, you know, let us know what you're playing. So I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.